This interview is made possible by my friends at Athens Screen Printing, HP Overhead Door Company, Speedy Tech Repair, Tinsley Law and Title, and Gibson Pharmacy. Their sponsorship allows me to provide free content to the community. Please say thank you by shopping these local businesses and by following each of their Facebook pages. Hey, good morning, friends. It's Michael from Hannigan Media, and I am here in the office of Henderson County Sheriff Bodie Hill House. How are you doing today, Sheriff? Doing great. How are you, Mike? I am amazing. It's a little nip in the it air. Is, we, we might have some fall weather as we're sitting here the last day of September. Yes, kind of nice. It is. It's very nice. All right. Well, we're going to get right into this because we've got a lot to cover. Uh, we missed last week, uh, and I'm sorry about that, folks, but we had some big things to cover. Uh, we've got some big news. Last time we were together, we talked about the um, uh, mail thefts going on down in Crossroads. Uh, we had some big news out of Payne Springs and a couple of odd cases we need to talk to. But let's start off like we always do with the stats. Yes, sir. Since we met last, the jail has booked in 141 individuals, 39 females, 102 males. Um, our average so far this year has been 365. We've got 402 um, in custody today and 131 of those are out-of-county inmates either Ice, Freestone County, Orange County, Rockwall County, and Van Zandt County. All right. Well, we've added some counties. Yes, sir. It sounds like. Uh, but the big piece there is still Orange County. Yes, sir. Um, which is, if I remember right, 100 or more, right? Right now we're down to 95 Orange County. 95 on Orange County. And, uh, you know, that's that's one of those things where um, those are the folks that are, are paying the bills. Yes, sir. Yes, that, sir. Which is something we really like. <clears throat> They're going to be... After today, I'll do my reports tomorrow, and they're billing. I'll, I'll bill them over one hundred fifty thousand dollars for the month of September to oh. Orange County. All right. Well, that's a nice little addition yes, to. Sir. Of course, on the other side of it, you got a lot of going on in the oh, back. Yes, sir. Very, very busy around the jail these days. All right. So one of the things we really want to talk about, the last time we spoke, uh, there was a bit of a problem down in the Crossroads area. Uh, where some folks were stealing mail out of mailboxes by the side of the road. People would go to mail, put the flag up, and people were stealing that, that mail. Uh, what's going on with that? Yes, uh, Investigator Brian Hall, that case was turned over to him. He's worked the case, uh, done an excellent job. Actually have some uh, individuals in, in custody at this time, and it was a bigger ring than what we thought it was uh, they were actually going plumb up into Kaufman County and uh, Kaufman County also has charges on them Kaufman County arrested them and uh, there's over there were there was three individuals at this time that uh, will be facing charges so uh, we're just glad to uh, figure it out and get the cases solved where we can file on them and get prosecuted and, and get them in jail. All right. Now, this was something that you were really worried about because of the the whole reason you do something like that is for identity theft. Yes. And, and there's a lot of information in those letters that you're mailing out. Um, what will these folks be facing? What, what kind of charges do right you now, expect? Right, right now, we're looking at some forgery cases. Of course, mail theft in itself is, is, a, is a charge, um, but it depends on how much mail you steal at any one time. 
Um, but the the major cases are going to be the forgery cases. There's they're, going to be felony charges, so they could be looking at state pen time. And uh, because what they were really doing is, you know, you're paying your bills, you're putting your checks in there, and they were taking the checks and uh, remaking them and, and changing them, doctoring them where they could get the money. So where were these? Where are these folks from? I'm, I'm assuming Henderson County, since yes, you're they, the one that's going to be filing, even though they were also doing uh, bad things in Kaufman County. It sounds like they were from Henderson County. They were from Henderson County, and uh, of course, they will be facing charges in both counties now. All right. Well, uh, great to hear. As a reminder, be careful when yes. you put things in your mailbox. If you're going to be uh, mailing anything that has a check in it or has any of that kind of, uh, um, you know, sensitive information, it might be better to drive into town or when you're making your rounds to drive by a post office and drop it in the post box. Yes, 100%. Yeah, just to be careful. All right. So, um, another case uh, that came up is out of Payne Springs, and it involves some folks there that were part of the government. Tell us about that. Yes, we actually had received some information. We conducted an investigation along with uh, the county attorney's office and the state comptroller's office. Um, we executed two search warrants, one at the city hall um, there in Payne Springs, and one at the uh, Wicca's residence. Um, she was a uh, city secretary and he was a city councilman and um, he was actually arrested for official oppression and forgery and she was also arrested for forgery and this case is an ongoing case it'll be it'll be going on for we've got tons and tons of documents that we've got to go through um, to see exactly everything that they uh, try to figure out everything that was going on and uh, what they were actually doing um, but <clears throat> we were able to find that um, some of the personal vehicles were worked on and paid uh, the city actually paid the, paid the bills. All right, so right now it's a process of finding, okay, well, what the extent yes. of, of the problems are, which, of course, means going through all the checks and all the documents and, and all the paperwork and the red tape, because, boy, if it's government, there's red tape, even if you're talking about something as small as a local municipality. Um, who was involved in this case? I mean, this this sounds like a case that has more than just you guys involved. Maybe. Yes, uh, the county attorney's office here is helping us, and then the state comptroller. And the state comptroller was also there helping us uh, when we gathered all the evidence out of the uh, city hall and out of the residence. And... Um, basically what will happen now is we're going to go through all the documents and then once we get finished going through everything then the comptroller will come down and pick up all the documents they they really want you today <laughs> yes sir but then the comptroller will go and go through all the documents also um to make sure uh, they don't have any charges at the state level um okay so a question to ask, I think, um, is number one, 
Is there any thought that this extends beyond these two, or is it these two in the government and doesn't extend past that? Right now, it looks looks like it's strictly these two. Strictly these two, which yes. makes sense. I mean, the the city secretary's office in any city is a very very important very position. important position in office uh, and controls a lot of the paperwork. So, yes, uh, I, mean, they, she, I mean, she would actually take care of police bills and just city bills, water bills, everything that involves the city basically run, would run through her office. Okay. Now, what kind of a charge would somebody in this situation be looking at? Uh, the, uh, the official oppression, um, which he was charged with, is a Class A misdemeanor. Um, so, you know, that's up to 365 days in jail. But the other charges, the forgery charges, are state penitentiary charges also. Some of them, depending on the level of forgery, it could be a, a third-degree felony or it could also be a second-degree felony. Depending on What's the, the extent. The extent. All right, so I'm, I'm assuming that this is something that came out because there was a tip or someone complained or something happened. We've been getting information and but nobody would really step forward we were really lucky on this in, individual case um, because other city officials actually came to us and wanted their help oh well there you go and that answers that other question yes. that i asked about the other officials so the city itself came forward and said hey we need some help here with this situation yeah, they, which is great and that's the way it's supposed to work congratulations and and kudos to the other Payne springs officials for, for taking that step and doing the right thing. Great job by that, yes. by, by those folks. Yes, sir. All right. So um, uh, let's move on. We want to finish up today with a couple of odd cases. <laughs> you know, every once in a while, you know, we, we go through these and we have all these cases. And, the, the, and sometimes it seems like, you know, it's same case, different name. Yes, Because we go through it and it's the same all the time. But we got a couple of odd ones in the last week. First one involves an aerosol can and a lighter. Yes, sir. We received a call Sunday evening about 530 in the afternoon um, in reference to a juvenile female that was actually at the hospital here in Athens um, that uh, had been assaulted with a basically a homemade torch. Um, we went out there, met with her. Um, started conducting the investigation and learned that um, she was at a residence off of uh, on the east end of the county here in uh, Henderson County off of FM 804 and they were actually out riding horses um, the suspect that uh, did this they had stopped riding horses and they were actually unsaddling the horses um, this female observed the suspect actually take an aerosol flammable can and sprayed it towards uh, another male victim's face and then took a lighter and, and lit the aerosol can. So it basically made a torch and uh, burned him. And she confronted him and said, why, basically, why would you do that? And he turned on her and did the same thing to her. Um, luckily, both victims are okay. Um, it's just, it wasn't as bad as it could have been, but it's very serious offense. And um, we actually arrested him for aggravated assault with a deadly weapon and uh, brought him to jail 
and that's a second degree felony so he could be facing up to 20 years in a penitentiary um, we really don't have a motive uh, unfortunately it looks like he may i mean he, he 18 years old he may have been horse playing and right. uh it's gonna cost him yeah that's that's the wrong kind of horse playing yes. um i can't even imagine i imagine the thought process that goes through your mind when you do something like that beginning like you said 18 years old um we're not always thinking right. straight um so it wasn't like it, it, there's a possibility it wasn't meant as an assault well i mean either way it was definitely an assault uh, yeah but you know and on this victim the other victim we're still working with um he could be facing other charges from him but we haven't got that case completely done um this young lady didn't really know the guy they were just out there at a place riding horses and trying to have a good time and and she saw him doing something wrong and confronted him and he just turned on her wow all right in the other case that we're talking about apparently someone needed a shower yes sir yes sir we received a call in reference to a criminal trespass and there was a female subject that was in a residence and actually uh, didn't belong there um was in the house taking a shower and going through things um, when the homeowner came in and confronted her and uh, did not know who she was never met her before she called us we went out and responded and uh, she was arrested for um, criminal trespass and then during the arrest we found that she did have approximately eight grams of methamphetamine so we charged her with possession of a controlled substance also yeah so this is this is your weekly don't do drugs warning yes um where apparently this young lady wandered just wandered into a house wandered into a house took a shower and then was just going and through just things. was checking things out yes sir and took her shower and hanging out in a place where it wasn't her house yes sir yeah Drugs are bad. Yes, sir. In yes, case sir. you were wondering, folks, drugs are bad. All right. Hey, I want to get the, um, I want to talk about where people can call and reach you if they need to. Before we do, I need to say thank you to our sponsors. Yes, HP Overhead Door Company, Speedy Tech Repair, Athens Screen Printing, Tinsley Law and Title, and Gibson Pharmacy. Hey, without those folks, I wouldn't be able to come and do these interviews. The sheriff wouldn't get a chance to do this podcast and get annoyed by me once a week. <laughs> and so thank you to all our sponsors. Now listen, the more important thing, the big thing is you have the chance to talk directly to your sheriff if something's going on in your town. Or, or in your neighborhood and sheriff how can they do that yes please call us um, all these tips uh, that come into us we do investigate them and I want to thank y'all for reaching out to us too um, you know you can reach out to us on our Facebook page you can mess private send a private message to our Facebook page that's talking directly to me I'm the administrator on that page the only administrator or you can call 675-5128 and uh, here at the sheriff's office or you can call henderson county crime stoppers at 1-800-545-TIPS and uh, and i do want to take this time to 
it really assists us when you do reach out. I know a week or so ago I posted a vehicle on there. I was needing some help locating the vehicle. And sure enough, people reached out to us. I was able to find the vehicle. I actually made contact with the vehicle and, and got about 10 grams of methamphetamine off the streets. Um, just from people reaching out and saying, hey, this is where it's at. And I went and found it. And of course they were uh, doing some illegal stuff. So your tips work and we appreciate everything and y'all keeping up with us and, and reaching out and helping us solve crime. And I know this morning, and I shared it to the What's Happening Facebook group, and it's on your Facebook page. I know you're looking for some property yes. that's that's been missing. Um, hopefully, by the time people hear this, it might be found. I'm hoping. But there's some property I know you're looking for. Yes, this morning we are actually took we took a report on a, a 1990 model uh, Ford. Um, three-quarter ton white Ford three-quarter ton truck and uh, it was hooked up to a brand new 16-foot trailer and it also had a uh, Kubota tractor um, with a front-end loader black bucket on it the tractor's orange with a canopy and a uh, brush hog mower attached to it and uh, sometime between last night and early this morning that uh, someone came um, off of FM 314 uh, north of Brownsburg and, and stole these items and we're out looking for them now and if y'all see that please reach out to us and call us at the sheriff's office or reach out on the facebook page or call henderson county crime stoppers all right there you go folks you're an important part of the county and the sheriff's office and keeping things straight here sheriff thank you very much for giving us the chance to come in and talk to you we look forward to seeing you next week thank you mike